TANCAST does not represent the stand-up of Tim Babb. These conversations are raw, explicit, and contain adult themes and content. This podcast is not recommended for younger listeners or anyone. Mm-hmm. We've started, baby. Now, can we quit? <laughs> no. Guys, I... Uh... <laughs> Guys, I... Uh... <laughs> That's just you doing it for real, Andy. <laughs> it is, but now it's stuck in my head. That's my earworm for the day. <laughs> <laughs> you got more emotion behind it, though. It sounds like you're in on the joke where you don't know you're being looped in the one I have. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> guys, I'd... Uh, guys, I'd... I'd, uh, <laughs> guys, I'd oh, uh, it sounds so fucking insufferable still. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why it's insufferable. I guess I know that it's just part of something else that you're saying that I happen to have looped, so it doesn't sound insufferable in the slightest to me. Okay. <laughs> But that's something mm-hmm. we can talk about on the show. <laughs> I get like, I get why you might feel that way because it's that little weird, little nervous laughter at the end, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you're all sweating, looking all like, oh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it does. It's like, <laughs> guys, I'd uh, like to apologize for all of the times that I inadvertently said the N word, the K word. <laughs> See, I know you're just reacting to something one of us said and then yeah. going on from that. And guys, I'd, uh, and you're about to, you know, add a tag to whatever we just said. Not, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing in a vacuum. Guys, I'd, uh, Evan Murgatroyd. But as I mentioned, why don't we now start the show? Tim. Andy. Noah. Dan Cast. Hi, I'm Tim Babb, a comedian you never heard of. Each week I get together with my buddies Andy and Noah and record this podcast. Unlike most podcasts, it's not about something specific. We just talk about whatever. Like this week, we'll talk about some of this. Wait, what's he doing? What's going on here? Oh, no, this is new to me too. <laughs> Do you think that I pre-screen everything that we're going to watch? But you're smart. You get that... Get that brain cooking. Yeah, this is true. But uh, part of that brain cooking is it needs all the ingredients, which means, shh, let me watch this. <laughs> <laughs> you go in there, and they give you this whole video. Like, there's this whole grid layout. Like, okay, avoid the white spots. Avoid this area over here. Avoid this spot over here. Says you can go over here, but don't go over. It's like, oh, and then you get over there, and it's just sand dunes. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck that area was in relation to where I am now. It sounds like sex ed when I went through <laughs> in high school. <laughs> Uh, Qualisex is surprisingly aggressive. <laughs> you sound like you're speaking from experience. <laughs> like, like, we're, we're telling people about our weeks. <laughs> you get to, Qualisex is surprisingly aggressive. <laughs> okay, Noah, what else did you do in Toronto besides get kicked out of the zoo? <laughs> there was something else that we had watched that I'd wanted to comment on, and I absolutely can't remember. Uh... What else happened? Um, got laid off. I really can't think of anything else, though. <laughs> <laughs> and when you hear this sound, that means we've put a link to whatever we were just talking about in the show notes. Okay, let's start the show. Welcome so guys, to Tancast. I, uh... <laughs> God damn it, Noah. I knew it. I was trying to fuck you up, Tim. I love it. You nothing but fuck me up. <laughs> fuck up. Yes. <laughs> fuck up your butt. Anyways, go mm. ahead. I'm Tim, the T and fuck Noah. <laughs> 
I'm Andy. And, you know, get a couple of drinks in me and let's see what happens with Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in. I get to fuck Noah all the time. <laughs> ah, yeah, get in there. All right. Nope, it's too early for this. <laughs> Come on, brother. Don't give up on me. Oh, I've got a tan laugh. Doing it. The Angelo Bowers Memorial Tan Laugh segment. People don't tell jokes the way they used to. I used to hear jokes all the time. I heard them from the barber, from the waitress at the cafe. I never hear them now. I don't know why. Ten laughs. <laughs> oh, we also have mail. Email. Great. This is not an official tan laugh. This is just okay. something that uh, my son James said that we were like, you can never say this joke again, but I'm totally telling it on Tancast. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Nice. I mean, never. Well, we, I mean, I know you're going to think differently, but here we go. <laughs> uh, maybe you've heard it before. Why was 10 afraid? I don't know. Good 789? No, because it was in the middle of 9-11. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. I was like, oh, man, I don't know where you heard that, but do not tell that to anyone else. <laughs> I am totally going to tell that on Tancast, but never tell that again. <laughs> I mean, I mean you know, 20 years from now, maybe. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, once he's an adult, he can do whatever he wants, but That's not as an about. eight-year-old. Well, yeah. never means yeah. never. <laughs> Not <laughs> with statute of limitations. <laughs> yeah, when your parents said never do something again, did you never ever do it again, or did you just stop doing it until no, you were right no away. longer under like, their thumb? Fuck you. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> yeah. My parents you told me never to touch my pickle again. <laughs> I waited until they were out of eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I got one real quick for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's worse than ants in your pants? A cricket Uncles? in your thicket. Uh, Ants in your uh, urethra? Oh. You, you talked over from the punchline. Sorry. Un- uncles? <laughs> uncles in your pants? <laughs> yep. Whew. I would say they're morally not any... Ant is not better than an uncle in your pants. <laughs> I don't know that one has a intrinsically better value to the universe. <laughs> Sure, because ants will bake you a pie afterwards. You know, it's funny is uh, that joke know. doesn't. Uncles know how to make pies. No, they don't. <laughs> it's twenty twenty three, Noah. Uncles yes. are making pies. That... My uncle did not bake pies. He's cream doing pies in your pants. <laughs> My uncle made cream pies. <laughs> I just he said that. To fart oh, and not say anything, guys. I uh... guys, <laughs> you both brought comedy to this episode, uh, and I brought myself out of bed. So we're all winners today. We all overcame Herculean odds. We all did probably hours of prep. Uh, well, let's get things started. How the heck was everyone's week? Was it good times or was it bleak? We'll find out on our very next segment. How was your gosh darn doohickey week? I know neither of you listened. <laughs> Gosh darn! Oh. I know neither of you listened to last yeah. week's episode when I made the G-rated version for the kids. So I wanted to play it for you this episode. 
<laughs> I didn't. You know me well. But oh my gosh, as soon as it as soon as it started in the voice was a little bit different. I was like, oh, this is uh oh. I know what this was for. Although I actually went back and found my original voice recording and just changed the parts that I need to. So most of it is the same. Really? Yep. Sounds like the the mix sounds a little different. Oh well, the mi- I'm sure the mix is different because uh, I uh, I don't know what the levels were when I mixed it. Ah, gotcha. But I did find the original voice recording. I just I lopped off the beginning. I lopped off bleak, and I lopped off the end, and the rest of it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I heard that bleak. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's delicious. Noah, tell us about your weeks. Well, first, we've got a listener email that we've never gotten to. Captain, incoming message. You've got mail. Message for you, son. JaVale. JaVale is here. Tangent. Listener email. Oh, good. I guess I just started that segment and fuck me. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, Tim. Fuck you right in the asshole. Let's start this new segment. Uh, fuck Noah, <laughs> fuck him in his ass, fuck Noah all day and part of tomorrow, weather permitting. Noah's butt <laughs> is gonna get fucked. We're all gonna meet in Noah's butt. <laughs> Let's all go inside. <laughs> uh, this might be more for Tim, so he can just online, but Kiki uh, emailed about a thumbnail issue with Tancast. So I don't know what's going on with that. I think that's more for Andy, actually. Oh, hmm. okay. Well, the good news is I have time this week to look into it, so uh, <laughs> I'll get on that. <laughs> he won't. Uh, no. Uh, so first one came, was back in June 11th. <laughs> Ooh, we're right on uh, that. We're, 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 we're good hosts. <laughs> we, we engage with the people who engage with us. We're, we're so responsive. Um, it says, hey, guys, I have a specific question for Tim. What are your thoughts on Splash Mountain switching to Princess and Frog? Are you for it or against it? I've like I feel like we kind of touched on it. I think Tim's fine with it. I don't think he cares if I recall correctly. I wouldn't say that I don't care. Like I liked Splash Mountain and I liked the music and the vibe. Like it has nostalgia for me. So I am moderately sad to see it go, but not in the way that everyone else seems to have reacted, which most Disney fans react to change, you know, hyper negatively. Uh, uh, I'm excited for a princess and the frog ride. Uh, There's some great music in that as well. I'm excited that the whole thing will be getting a refresh because it's clearly been like run down. Like a lot of the animatronics don't work or like the eyeballs just look in one direction while the other eye is just like, look at me. I'm the Forrest Whitaker animation. Um, Oh, poor Forrest Whitaker. You know what? He's doing all right. (laughs) But if he or other lazy-eyed people are offended by what I said, I apologize. You know what? I'll just apologize regardless if you're offended. It probably wasn't (laughs) the way to go. My bad. Uh, Anywho, uh, so uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm excited to see the new stuff. Uh, A little sad to lose the old stuff. Well, there you go, Tyler. Months later. I can get behind (laughs) that because Zippity-Doo-Dah in in a complete vacuum. That's a great little song. That, that, that's a that's a song for walking down the street on a sunny day with all your friends waving at you from their porches. That's a, just a that's just a fun little song. It's all the racism. Oh, why they got to be on their porches? It. You racist. Because, because it's a beautiful day outside and they are enjoying the fine spring <laughs> weather, same as you, but they're not walking with you. 
So you are walking by all of your friends' houses because you all live together in a great big friend group because you didn't move all the way across the country away all the way from all of your support and all of your friends. How'd I do? I don't want to know it's not on board for this. That was funny shit. <laughs> Uh, I also have the How Do You Do song that starts off Splash Mountain. I like that song oh, quite yeah. a bit as well. Yep. How do you do? Mighty pleasant meeting. How do you do? Say when you're meeting. Love it. Yep. But you know what? That song still exists, and I still have it on CD. So yeah. I'll be all right. They, they can just I'll be carry on. jaunty songs without any of the, like, huh. What's a tar baby? In fairness, the tar baby was not in the ride. I know. I'm <laughs> that you know. Was of. that the whole email, or was there more to it? And that was the apartif to get before we got kick- kicking. Oh, that was that was his one email. But he's got another one though. Oh, oh, do it. Um, the second one is from Tyler. Sent more recently, <clears throat> more recently, August thirtieth. But I was like, oh yeah, we didn't respond to the first one. We should. Uh, <laughs> well, get, sorry, get Tyler. Both out. <laughs> uh, and thank you for writing in, Tyler. Thank you for still listening. Uh, hey boys, it's been a while since I said last email. He didn't respond. No, he didn't add that. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> hey boys, but, it's been a while. And you suck. <laughs> no, it's not uh, editorializing. <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen a day out with Thomas Tank Engine? Watch Train Boy's reaction to this event. Oh, and if you want to, if you want to sleep, do not watch Shed Seventeen until we meet again. <laughs> until we meet again. Uh, I mean this. Might have talked about this before we recorded because I have not seen it. <laughs> and uh, I'm yes. not even sure what it is and why I would be interested. Like, I'm, I mean, unless it's like some sort of gag thing, I'm not a big Thomas the Tank Engine head. Neither I am I've, I. I don't think I've completed an entire episode and I have two kids. <laughs> Do you guys yeah. watch the Bluey? Those called Blueys? No, somehow my kids miss Bluey. No, not, no, it's yeah. a show called Bluey that supposedly makes parents feel bad about themselves because <laughs> they're like, oh, these parents are perfect and handle every situation exactly how you should. Yeah, my, my kids never hopped on board for that one. Well, lucky I, and I, I think it might be. Too. Yeah, I think it, I, I think it, I think it might have come along after both. Well, certainly after yours, but I think even after our kids were watching shows of that age group. Uh, so I looked it up just because I was curious. Shed 17, uh, originally titled Thomas the Tank Engine, Shed 17, is a 2015 web video made by Paul Vids as a parody on both the Railway series and Thomas and Friends. This video is extremely scary and features many dark elements and violent injury, injuries or deaths to many characters. It's not suitable for kids. Okay. Huh. So grab around the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Get the I mean, we just watched Silence of the Lambs last night, so I'm pretty sure I can show Drew whatever this is. Oh, you watched it? You watched it with Drew? Uh huh. What do you think? What did he he's, think? He's been begging to watch it. Um, I think there's something wrong with that kid. I think he wasn't raised right. <laughs> there were a couple moments where he was like, "Oh, wow," but then Gatlin's like, "See, we told you. Like this, there's a lot of cruelty and a lot that's messed up here." And he's like, "Yeah, it's okay." The dude's guts were on the ground. Yeah, and there's, there's another scene where like uh, a, a face comes off. <laughs> He's like, oh, so uh, that face was just off. Yeah. <laughs> How does it make you feel? I mean, it makes me feel kind of warm inside, super actually. gross and creepy. <laughs> I want to see what happens next. Oh, no. 
<laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, did you tell him the, the little fact that like what, uh, Anthony Hopkins is only in there for what? 15 minutes or something. Have 15 minutes of screen time. Uh, no, did not share that with him, but, um, uh, we watched a couple of years ago, we watched all of the episodes of psych. So when this started up and, uh, Buffalo bill first shows up, Caitlin goes, Oh, Drew, you're going to recognize him. I'm like, uh, babe, that is monk, not psych. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh shit. You're right. We didn't watch monk with him. Watch <laughs> the other one. But still, I don't know if you'd recognize him. Uh, yeah. Maybe? I mean, the, the voice is pretty, like, he has a very distinctive voice. That is true. Oh, what? Did he say anything about that scene? <laughs> the goodbye horses scene? Yes. <laughs> uh, it did get a, like, there was a noise. <laughs> it was like a, <laughs> huh. <laughs> <laughs> Would you that look noise? at that? <laughs> I never tried that before. <laughs> <laughs> You could just uh, tuck it back, huh? Okay. <laughs> uh, and like when the music starts playing, Caitlin, like she's like, oh, Drew, this is like one of the creepiest scenes of the movie. I'm like, shush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Part of things being creepy is surprising you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shut I the will, hell up. <laughs> You're not enhancing this. You're doing the opposite. I mean, that, that, that song is forever tied to that scene for me. <laughs> like I cannot hear that song and not think of that scene. Yeah. And not like in vivid detail, but I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the same scene where uh, the girl in the hole is trying to pull the uh, the. Sorry, spoilers for a 40 year old movie, but the girl in the hole is trying to pull the dog in in the in the same scene. Is it 40 years old? No, I think it's 30. Can't be 40 years oh, okay. old. Okay. Oh, goddamn. 1991. Oh, was it? I thought it was late 80s. Nope, came out the same year as Beauty and the Beast. Okay, so sorry, it's 32 years old. Spoilers yeah. for a 32 year old. Watch yourself. Movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 32 Watch is not yourself, your lies. Yeah, all you of the 32 year olds are like, I I say good day, sir. <laughs> check <laughs> yourself for before you. you wreck yourself, mofo. Yeah. Before I riggedy wreck myself, even. Uh yeah. So they're like when that was happening, like she's talking over it, and she's like, is she really like is she trying to eat the dog? Like, what's her plan here? I'm like, like you're gonna see that in seconds, in moments. <laughs> oh, yeah. So speaking of like uh, you know failing the family, apparently both my wife and my son, and I've talked about this before, uh, they both have that talk over movies gene. Like, ah, oh, this is just this is exactly how I love to watch even movies <laughs> I've seen before. This is just the the best way to watch movies is with people like just asking questions about things that will clearly be revealed in moments. Uh, but still not as great as the time where they both ask me questions about movies that we are all three seeing for the first time ever. That's the best time to ask questions. Yeah. Like, wait, what's he doing? What's going on here? I don't know. This is new to me too. <laughs> Do you think that I pre-screen everything that we're going to watch? But you're smart. You get that, you get that brain cooking. Yeah, this is true, but uh, part of that brain cooking is it needs all the ingredients, which means, shh, let me watch this. <laughs> I'm missing things right now. Yeah. It's also why I don't let anybody else in the family near the TV remote. It's like, if somebody needs something backed up, I will back it up. But I am not pausing it and backing it up every 30 seconds because you were looking down at your phone. 
if you're looking down at your phone and you missed something, it's too bad. Train continues. Just like Tom's train engine tank Moving engine did. Oh, those little children. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that episode. Drew watched that when he was a kid. <laughs> um, all right. Now you want to hear about my weeks? Yeah. Not really. All right. But well, I do. I'm not going to stop you, though, so you might as well just go ahead and do it. I mean, you could. <laughs> I mean, if no one wants to tell us about his weeks and I want to hear about it, that's two thirds. Sorry, Tim. You <laughs> are once again a minority. You could just hang up, Tim. <laughs> I mean, that would end the whole call, but sure. <laughs> that's how you would stop me. True. <laughs> yeah, but then I then I wouldn't have anything to edit. You don't want anything to edit, Tim. Come on. Come on. We all now, have our buddy. ways to nuke this episode. I want to Everybody edit knew Suja came in the room. What was that? I said I want to edit those nuts. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, future Tim, here comes a sneeze to duck. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, <laughs> whoa, okay. Bless For those who don't know, Andy likes to sneeze. Um, he warned us. I didn't say he didn't warn us. I said, For those who don't know, Andy likes to sneeze. That's all. He's like, Here comes a sneeze. I didn't, I didn't get mad at him. I was just like, Andy likes to sneeze. And he doesn't like, like to sneeze. Know. I don't like walk around like just snorting pepper and shit. No, no, you yeah, love you to You're sneeze, like, oh, I gotta get it. Yeah. Every time we hang out, we're like, fucking Andy, always sneezing. Yeah. I'm like, achoo. Oh, God. Oh, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> haven't watched that with Drew yet. It's not really scary. No. We just haven't watched it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I went on a road trip. Well, first I flew to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And, uh... I went to go visit friend of the show, Max, and his lovely wife, Kathy, and their son, Owen. Um, and Who's apparently uh, not lovely. Oh, sorry, he, Owen. He was perfectly lovely. Oh, well, weird that you didn't mention it then. Who's no, a jerk just told his loveliness was uh, <laughs> self-evident and didn't bear mentioning. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, we I went to Wisconsin and then we drove from Wisconsin to a bunch of points in Canada. So we first drove to Michigan and went on a rented dune buggy to ride on sand dunes, which is fucking terrifying. <laughs> uh, you go, you go in there and they give you this whole video. Like there's this whole grid layout. I'm like okay, avoid the wet spots. Avoid this area over here. Avoid this spot over here. Says you can go over here, but don't go. Over, it's like. Well, and then you get over there, and it's just sand dunes. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck that area was in relation to where I am now. That sounds like sex ed when I went through <laughs> in high school. Uh, so I, you know, we all had the chance to drive, and none of us took <laughs> took that option. Only Max did it, and it, 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 Max was still like, I wasn't something I like. I necessarily wanted to do, but <clears throat> I knew it was something Max really wanted to do. I was like, all right, you know, I'll give this a shot. Um, yeah, it's just like, oh, like don't turn too quickly, don't tip over. Here's you put a five hundred dollar pause on it. If you if you fuck up, like you lose your deposit, your your and your trip is over. And you're like, oh, I'm like I do not want to tip over. I because I put down the deposit. I don't want to lose five hundred dollar deposit. All the things, but it was it was overall fun. I don't know if I'd do it again. Uh, yeah, but it's it is pretty like uh impressive. Like oh, these are from fucking big sand dunes. There's a lot of fucking sand here. Like I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like I've seen beach, like coastline, right, all lined up by the beach. 
But I don't know if I've ever seen sand that deep before that wasn't right by the water. Like it just keeps going and going. Yeah. White um, sands is kind of like that too. It's just weird. But it was like, yeah, it was lovely. And it was like, it was definitely, you know, a thrilling ride, especially in the back. And you're like, you're cresting over a hill and you can't see over the hill. And you don't know if it's going to just drop off like a cliff. <laughs> as soon as you go over the other side. <laughs> I never did. Every time it was just like usually a gentle slope. But it, when you're like going up, you cannot tell that. You just see like top of the hill. And like, as you go down, you're like, ah, okay, there it is. There it is. I see the ground. I see the ground. We're, we're, we're good. We're good. You sounded uh, more than a little uncomfortable back there. In the video you sent us. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I was not uh, relaxed. <laughs> Can we take our uh, foot off the gas while my balls descend, please? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, Max is like, anyone else want to try? I'm like, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, get out of this death trap now. <laughs> I'll walk I from here. Exactly the experience in this that I wanted to. No additional experience required. <laughs> And I think, like, I would try it, but I, I think I had this fear, right? Well, I had many fears. But, like, a big fear is, like, A, like, I don't want to be on there and look like an idiot and, like, fuck up someone's day or, you know, do something that, you know, makes someone else crash or something. Also, I don't want to, like, do something dumb. Like, what, like at one point they said the wheels could fall off somehow. And, like, if you, I'm like, how do the wheels fall off? Like, <laughs> and then also, when you're in the back, I could felt the thing getting a little squirrely at times. Like you kind of feel like a, like fish tailing a little bit. You're like, oh, oh, okay, that, that's not good. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite a ride. Uh, yeah, if you're into that shit, do it. Uh, <laughs> that's great advice. <laughs> if, you're if you're into, into that do shit, it. do it. <laughs> I think Max will 100 percent do it again. Yeah, he loved it. Um, He's doing it right and, now, actually. <laughs> it's it's expensive. Like it was like three hundred dollars to rent that thing for an hour. Um. Yeah, and then we got got in the road, and we headed to Niagara Falls. Um, and we got there in the evening, and uh, you know, went to our hotel, went to bed, and then we got up and we checked out the falls, which were, yeah, beautiful. Like, yeah, it was like oh, that's some big falls. I I don't think I've ever seen waterfalls that big before. And uh, we got on a little boat, and then uh, we got up really close to falls, like almost in it. Like you were getting like as. At some point, you couldn't even see anything. It's like I don't, I don't even, I could be anywhere. You'd be spraying me in the water with a bunch. You spraying the face with a bunch of water. <laughs> it's just like I can't open my eyes. It's just it's just mist. <laughs> You're like, oh, I could have this experience at home with a, with a hose. <laughs> I mean, then you back away and you go, okay, there it is beautiful. But yeah, when you're in it, it's like you're not really getting much of a view. <laughs> like maybe if you're inside, I did I did go outside right up as close as you can be, almost to the waterfall. So I'm sure if you were further back or inside, it's probably a different experience. Um, and then we went to well, I'll tell you the places we went to all together, and then I'll, I'll talk about them. Uh, we went to Toronto after Niagara, Montreal, and. Quebec City. Um, and Toronto, well, all right, we get into Toronto, right? We get this, we get off the freeway, we're going to a hotel, we pass underneath the freeway, and it looks like it's like it looks like someone threw acid on it and it's like being eaten away. You're like, and that's the shit we're driving on right now? Are you gonna are you gonna fix us? <laughs> like it did not look safe. Like, I mean it didn't look like it was about to fall apart at that moment, but it just looked like there was missing some structure that was probably good for it. I mean, I guess obviously I had enough structure to stay up. I don't you know. I don't know how bridges work. Maybe they over-engineer. I'm like, oh, we can lose a little bit. It's fine. 
I mean, they do over-engineer bridges. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, I sometimes I feel like they they create something. I don't know if they're bridges, but like sometimes you, they'll build something, and it's like it's it's very haphazard. Like like oh, we didn't do this thing that actually made it so it would actually be safe. I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't always trust people. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a good policy, actually. <laughs> Uh, let me see if I can uh, falling Toronto Freeway falling down. I'm trying to see if I can find images of it. Anyways, Toronto Tron- Freeway falling, falling down, down, falling down, falling down. Oh, this might be it. Oh, structurally sound, but repairs necessary. Yeah, it looked like it did look like <laughs> pieces have fell off of it. Huh. That's huh. <laughs> I- I think I'd be more worried about that than the dune buggy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, luckily then we, we didn't go under a lot, but we went over a couple times and you're like, Oh, okay. Nobody yeah, breathed. Can't, find a, can't find a good picture of that. Anyways. So yeah, Toronto was cool. It was like a very much uh, like, it felt like New York. Like we were in the downtown area. So it just felt like we were like in the thick of it all, which is, I guess like, it feels a little overwhelming. Like, you're just like, oh, there's a lot of people here. Um, what do we do in Toronto? I'm trying to think. I don't oh, know. I apparently, wasn't there. Apparently, yeah. Toronto is where Nobody the X-Men it. house or mansion is. Like there's the real a, one that they used in movies? Yes. Like, yeah. Uh, we did not see that. Um, and then also, there's a place there called the Distillery District, district which like 13 i think they said like some lady i don't I fact check her like 1400 different movies and tv shows have been filmed there and this because like it's got this kind of old timey vibe it's like very brick brickish you know brick streets you know uh yeah that kind of like old i don't know what time period that would be uh time period which is like oh there's a lot of bricks cobblestone streets that type of thing sadly i missed the area because uh one day i felt like nauseous and i was like oh i think it's time to go back to the hotel and just uh Chill the fuck out. Um, you know what's going to be amazing? Yes. I'm going to nope. get to uh, listen to this episode and hear the punchline of that story for the first time ever because my fucking internet just cut out for the second time in the last half hour. Is it fucking the recording? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, the recording's all on my side and I was silent for it. So, like, it okay. still looks okay. But yeah. Sorry. Just <laughs> that's getting annoying and I had to say something. Yeah, Please no continue. Worries. If uh, as a as a warning, if it ever seems like I'm not reacting to something that I should react to, it may be happening again. Okay, or maybe Tim told a joke and it's. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here's a good picture. Uh, is it a picture of your balls? No, no. But this is like what I was looking at. Yes, yes. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. It's like the picture that I sent you that I called "Sunrise Over the Serengeti." There you go. That's a good picture of what the damage I saw. Uh, but it was like throughout the expressway. Oh, it's a link in the the thing. Yeah, link so in I got to click on yeah. that now. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know it's so hard. Yeah, as my son says, it, way too often. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> Dang! <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, I understand your puckered butt because yeah, it, <laughs> the fact that like the the thickness <laughs> on the left and on the right are different makes it look like a whole little bit as like the tip <laughs> fell off on the left. 
Hang on, I'm just <laughs> writing I understand your puckered butt as a possible episode title. <laughs> Don't yeah, mind me. That should be an episode. That should be a potential episode title any episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't look like someone like threw some acid on it and like it ate away a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, freeze-thaw cycles are brutal, but Jesus. <laughs> you know, they make sealant for concrete, right? <laughs> so, you know, Toronto's doing it right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we mostly walk, like for other trips, mostly just walked around and ate things and drink th- drink things. Um, and there was a couple like really like well known cocktail bars uh, there that, of course, we had to try. Um, one was like I don't know if I ever sent you guys a picture of it, but I will send it to you now. There was like uh, one called Chef Bar, I think it's called. And they're one of the things they're known for is doing like these modernist cocktails. So instead of just being a cocktail, there's like a whole presentation, there's food involved, like a little snack. Um, and it costs like twice as much as a regular cocktail. Uh, I did not think it was worth it. Like it, the cocktail did not taste better. And the presentation part was kind of like, eh, uh, I'd rather just have the cocktail, but it looked very impressive. I'll send you uh, two pictures. Mm, all right. Neckholm Necromant Book. Whatever. Where the fuck we're called now? Book of <laughs> no, Home Necronomic Economics? Yes. Um, there we go. Oh, I should look at my pictures. Uh, yeah, Niagara Falls, and we got to Toronto. So, yeah, we walked around Toronto a bit. I feel like when, if, for me, when I got outside of the main downtown area, that's when it's a little bit more enjoyable. I like what I really like is like a neighborhood area that also has a bunch of like restaurants and stuff. I don't like to be in like the big, like tall buildings part of the city. I want to be in like, yeah, there's like, it's a little neighborhoody, but also like there's some good, good shit going on. Some good food, some good, uh, you know, drinks, that type of thing. So right, right, yes. is like the, like the town square model. So like the 15 minute city. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, that like, they got that shit aplenty in the, uh, the London area, like every village and town and whatever, outside of central London is kind of like that. Like they've all got their own little main streets or high streets or whatever it's called. And yeah, like it's, it's, it'll be dense with retail and shopping and, and pubs and, and restaurants and all sorts of shit like that. But it's going to be, you know, street level, like three stories max. Yeah, that that definitely felt like a lot of like the when we got outside of it, especially when we also got outside of Toronto. Toronto was the biggest city we visited, and then Montreal was also big, but not as big. Um, I noticed one thing which I really loved. It's like it seems they're very much into like porches and balconies there. Like it felt like almost every place we we passed by, like for rent uh, or a house, had like a porch or a balcony. Um, I was like, oh man, like this is nice. They're just like. Like I love to just spend time outside, so it's nice that they seem to be encouraging that. Um, I can't remember what's. This is what I kind of want to invite Max on because I'm. I know he'll remember stuff that I forgot. But at one point, I, th- I can't remember if we we're in Toronto, or Montreal, but uh, Kathy wanted to get a a fireman shirt for her brother, who's like a volunteer fireman. 
And we just walked by the fire station and they're all just hanging outside. I'm like, I don't think I, I mean, okay, I, sometimes I'll see the firemen just kind of milling around outside, like maybe work on something, but like they were just sitting on chairs, just watching the world go by. I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, I do declare there's no <laughs> fires today. <laughs> Could you pass me another mint julep, Captain? I'm just sitting here watching the world go by as this <laughs> fire truck gets a powerful rust. <laughs> powerful rust. <laughs> You're ridiculous, sir. I love my southern character sitting on the porch. <laughs> From the Martha, most... I do declare, those pigeons only have two feet between them. Not even a cat stuck up in a tree today, Beauregard. <laughs> why Why is it that pigeons are the ones that hang out in cities? Like, I feel like other birds, like, they hang out, like, in the, maybe the green park area, but pigeons don't give a fuck. Like, I would, they will just mill around wherever. We know it's a lot uh, of pigeons. And yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, aren't aren't they uh, are they adapted for like uh, cliff dwelling and stuff like that? So you know, like high rise structures and whatever, like you know, rocky outcroppings nesting right on the edge. But often they're just on the. I mean, I know they're on the ground because that's where the fucking food is. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, well, let's go here. I feel bad for pigeons. <laughs> like I'm like we we like domesticated you and then we just stop getting a fuck about you. So now you're just like hobbling around on one foot sometimes like <laughs> they're doing trying right. to get some snacks. You said they're doing all right. They're doing all right. Don't worry about Are that. Are they doing all right though? I mean, they're everywhere. They're flourishing. That's true. That's true. It's not like, you're like, Oh man, we're running out of pigeons. Like no one's ever said that. Yeah. I mean, I have never uh, seen save the pigeons bumper sticker. <laughs> Whoa. Carrier pigeon. Well, yeah. That's not a particular breed of pigeon, is it? It's a uh, passenger pigeon. Passenger pigeon. Passenger thought- pigeon. Yeah. Carrier pigeons are just pigeons trained to carry shit from place to place. And yes. Exactly. Passenger pigeon is the thing Noah was thinking of that used to darken the skies and now are no more. Oh, we did kill off some pigeons? Yes. Yes. But I think why, isn't it because they served a specific purpose and then they stopped serving that purpose for us and we just... Or did we kill them? I don't know what happened to them. I don't remember. Man, there's you so much there? shit going on in my life. I, I can't. I can't be concerned myself <laughs> with like every single species that mankind has has uh, extirpated from the entire world. Maybe they just <laughs> went back to their home planet. Maybe. <laughs> Pigeon. P i d g dash o n. I give it a sci-fi name. But yeah, Owen like was it. very into pigeons and kept trying to like approach them to pet them or something. I'm like, those pigeons aren't going to let you <laughs> Can get, I get an autograph pigeon. Pigeon, pigeon. Can nope. you sign this? <laughs> no, but you can get some bird flu. They got that. Do pigeons have bird flu? I mean, like, I I think the types of birds that can have bird flu is pretty wide. I didn't know. Like, how do you catch it? Do you know? Well, I know uh, you got to stop fucking that chicken for one. <laughs> like, can you? Can I just touch one to get it? Yeah, hand, handling a pigeon or uh, like a um, a fowl that has uh, bird flu, yes, can give you bird flu. I know, I know. Uh, turtles have a uh, salmonella. They can. I yeah. like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Memes. And <laughs> that guy koalas is hella have old herpes. Now. Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> but surprise. Yeah, that's that's the direction that time flows. <laughs> but still, wait. What about herpes? Uh, no, chlamydia. Koal- koalas have chlamydia. Is it chlamydia or gonorrhea? Oh, maybe it's gonorrhea. 
Maybe it's all three. Those koalas are in it to fuck. <laughs> they like to fuck. But they have some STD that yeah. you need to worry about. I mean, I don't really need to worry about it. <laughs> Wait, Kasim's you, you, not uh, <laughs> trying to fuck any koalas. Not today. Well, can, you just, can, can you also get it just from touching them as well? Well, I, I mean, don't think Tim's going to be touching any koalas I'm also not in a very koala-rich area, so I feel like yeah, I'm good. I thought I saw koalas all in your trees last time I was there. Hey, oh, everybody, no, you're don't, mistaken. Don't touch koalas <laughs> without consent. <laughs> you can you can jo all the koalas you want, but only if they uh, you know jo <laughs> <laughs> make it known that they uh, that they assent to this activity beforehand. How does a koala give consent? <laughs> uh, like this, hi, yeah. go for it, mate. No. Get in there, touch me, old weird, didgeridoo. I got a weird four-headed. Marsupial penis, you never seen one like this. Oh, is that koalas? I got four shrimps under my barbie. No, I thought that's that was the other thing. I thought uh, that was another thing. Yeah. I think echidnas are the four headed ones, but koalas are also marsupials. Wait, uh, echidnas aren't marsupials. Echidnas are monotremes. I'm mixing up my mammals. You son of a bitch. I'm just right. free and crazy today. <laughs> just, just nothing. Nothing got to be consistent. Hi, I'm um, Noah, the N and Tan cast. <laughs> Not told. Oh, uh, koala sex is surprisingly aggressive. <laughs> you sound like you're speaking from experience. <laughs> I saw many ones. Like, like, we're we're telling people about our weeks. <laughs> you get to koala sex is surprisingly aggressive. <laughs> okay, Noah. What else did you do in Toronto besides get kicked out of the zoo? <laughs> I just saw many ones, and like I've never seen a koala move that fast in my life. He was just like, Ugh, time to get her. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Gotta get it, get it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then we went to, uh, I can't, yeah, I don't I'm mix up like everything. Oh, I got my pictures. So, after we spent some time in Toronto, then we were trying to decide like what we were going to do, like if we wanted to spend more time in like one place over the other. Um, but yeah, when our time ended in Toronto, we decided to mosey along to Montreal. Um, and Montreal was like, Montreal was lovely. Uh, they have a skate park there, uh, which Owen loved. Uh, <coughs> Owen's big in skating. They have a van skate park, and they also have an indoor skate park. And I think that's where – oh, no. Yeah, the skate park uh, – the indoor skate park I was not interested in going to, so I split off from Max and Kathy when they took Owen there. I was like, yeah, have fun. Um, I just walked around. Didn't do anything like terribly exciting. Um, but Montreal has one of the biggest – uh, botanical gardens, I think, in the world. Top, it's like listed top botanical gardens. Oh, so this was such a random day. We were like our final day in in Montreal. Uh, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. We were like taking Owen to the skate park, and so we pull into this parking lot. Uh, and this lady's like, "Oh, uh, hey, did you buy parking?" We're like, "Oh, not yet." She's like, "Oh, I got this parking ticket. It's good for the day. You want it?" He's like, "Okay." <laughs> So we got a free parking ticket. Then this other couple was like, oh, did you buy your tickets for the botanical gardens? I'm like, oh, we were going to go to the skate park. They're like, oh, we got these tickets, and I guess you can go in and out as much as you want, but we're going to leave. It's too much for us. you want them? It's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was like we got free parking, and then we were, you know, we got to go in free. And, like, I don't think if we had to pay for it, I don't think we would have went. But, like, I just had had to pay for my ticket because only it was, like, two adults, one child. And I was like, yeah, fine. I'll pay the $20 for this ticket. Um and uh, it was like definitely one of the most impressive, like overall. But also, we went to this um, the Chinese uh, garden, and it was like what? Like you felt like you were in a different world. 
Like it was just like very like uh you know, plants were beautiful. They uh it just like it was good. It transported you because you know, there's all these different trees you don't normally see, and they had these different buildings. And it was just like, okay, like yeah, this is way more impressive than the uh, the tea garden in San Francisco. Um, but we, yeah, we didn't check out a lot. We checked out the rainforest. We checked out the Chinese tea garden, and then but it was super big, and we were getting tired, so we we skedaddled. Um, but yeah, that was really nice. Um, I also in was this Toronto. I think this is in Toronto, going back there. I went to a bar with Max called Mother Bar. Uh, It was also known for the cocktails and their food. Everything is fermented there. And there's this two guys sitting next to us. You know, when we talked to them, but I noticed them. Um, And then, you know, we finished our night. We went to a couple other places. Also tried a burger spot by uh, Maddie Matheson. Do you guys know who he is? Uh, Good old Maddie Matheson. Did Did either of you watch The Bear? No, I have not watched it yet. Okay. No. He's like, Matty Matthews is like, he's he's a chef, but he's also like, a per, you know, internet personality who's also in the bear. He's like a bigger guy, lots of tattoos, very big personality. Owns a, He's from Canada, owns a bunch of restaurants there. We tried one of his burger spots. It's not bad. It's decent. So then, uh, Max and Kathy, I think they went, they might went to the skate park with Owen or something. So I was out on my own. I went to a couple bars. There's another bar called Pompette. And then I'm sitting there, and right next to me from the previous night sits the two guys who were sitting next to us at Mother Bar. So I started chatting with them. Very nice. One guy was like trained to run a marathon. And then I was planning to go to this other bar called Civil Liberties, which is a cocktail bar where the idea is like there's no menu. You just go in and tell them what you want. Um, by the way, Pompette, great. I'd highly recommend it if you want to go there. It's kid friendly, by the way. Oh, because that was another thing we had to keep considering uh, if we wanted to go to bars. Like, is it kid friendly? If not, you know, one of us would watch the kids, uh, watch the kid. Um, and then when I happened to be seeing a Pompette, I was mentioning, I'm like, I'm going to go to Civil Liberties. And then I met a bartender who worked there. So we were chatting, very nice guy, forget his name. Uh, and so I went over there. And I'm sure Civil Liberties, like, the cocktail was good, but it just was not my type of vibe. It was like, hey, it was kind of dark. I don't know why I enjoy a well lit bar. Like I'm not, I'm not opposed to being in a dark bar, but it's just like it's not my jam. I like it. Like Pompette was like white and like there's sunlight streaming in. It was just very nice. Uh, of course, this it was, was like white. Of course, that would appeal to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love white people. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but and also, uh, Civil Liberties fucking had incredibly loud music. Like like how loud was, was it? <laughs> I was sitting across like from the bartender. I had to like lean in to like hear her like. Like we couldn't just like both be like sitting there like and talking because like what what are you saying? I didn't, that is something I do not I do not enjoy as I've gone on. I'm like, why do we need to play the music so fucking loud? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like to me, there's no re- like obviously people come to a bar they're usually going to talk like it's so hard to talk. Usually <laughs> like boom 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 boom. It's like uh anyways. <laughs> so Mortal Kombat. is <laughs> <laughs> a good cocktail, but it's just like. I don't think it's my go-to spot. It's just like, yeah, a little too, little too much going on. I don't think any of these are going to be your go-to spot as you don't live in this area. I'm, uh, I can't move, Tim. You can't. I can. Canada won't have you. Oh, they'll have me. Yeah, that's why the song is No Canada <laughs> For you, Noah Burnett. <laughs> Specific. Yep. Um, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a 
well, I'll get to that part. So then, uh, what else we do in Montreal? We're so apparently there's a not apparently there is a big mountain in the middle of um of the city of Montreal called Mount Royal, and we were like really close to it. So we took a walk up to the top of that and got a nice little view. That was that was very lovely. Um, they have a lake up there. They have some old oh, so Kathy's super into historical stuff like old houses and the history of the houses. So they had like an old house up there that she that we checked out. Um, and that was super nice. I love like a that's something I do love as an adult. I love an outdoor space where it's just people hanging out, playing with their kids, having a picnic, whatever, just just enjoying the outdoors. I'm like ah, something I enjoy very much. Um. Also, in Montreal, there's a bar that people mention multiple times called the Cloak Room, which is like another one of those fancy bars where there's no menu, uh, and it's just like, "Hey, tell us what you like, and we'll make something for you." So we all got to go that. Like it was it wasn't kid friendly, but uh, one that I watched Owen for a little bit, and it happened to be really close to our hotel. Um, and then I went, uh, yeah, I went out on my own and uh, got to check it out as well. And that was that was a solid cocktail bar. I enjoyed it. Um, very small. It was like. Maybe 25 seats inside. And you have to go for like a kind of a secret door. Like it's like a door built into a wall that's not, it doesn't look like just a door. Um, so they have like a little monitor camera that watches for when people come up and they'll come and get you. And then from there, we went to Quebec City. And Quebec City is probably the most interesting, like different from other places where it has this old city where, you know, uh, the barracks are, you know, cannons are, um, and it's got a wall around it, and it looks very European. Uh, we also saw a car that looked kind of like a Transformer. Huh. And I'm going to share that with you now. Uh, and that was really cool. I enjoyed Quebec City a lot. Um, uh, check out the old town. Uh, there's a... There's an old farm, Fairmont hotel that you can go kind of check out and take a tour of. We didn't take the tour. Uh, but yeah, it has smart. like this little... What? I said smart. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's very touristy. So a lot of shops uh, in old Quebec City. Um, shops, shops, we went- shops, 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 <laughs> shops, 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 shops. You done? Ah. <sighs> Probably not, but you know, take your chances. <laughs> I mean, not for at least another twelve minutes. <laughs> um, and we went to a rabbit place uh, that just served rabbit. Well, not just a rabbit, but that was their primarily uh, ingredient. Oh, and I saw a very interesting interaction happen uh, that I don't feel like I see very often at all. So we were sitting at a table, and there's this you know, you know the race doesn't matter. There's a couple sitting behind us and i hear the server say oh it's customary or no did you not like the service here did you you know this is something you didn't like um and i think the guy the guy said like oh yeah food like i will say like the the service did, did seem a little lacking like we ordered something i feel like we ordered at least two things that they forgot about and had to put in so like all right you know it's not great but you know whatever we're on vacation so yeah, I feel like he probably got some of that similar service. And I don't know if he wasn't leaving any tip or just leaving a very <laughs> small tip, but it sounded like you know the lady, the server was having an issue with the tip he was leaving. She's like, it's customary to leave 15% or something. Yeah, and it just got like he was trying to explain to her. And, and he, I remember at one point he goes, like, why would you say anything about the tip? Like, I was like, oh, this feels so awkward. 
Like she does seem happy. He does not seem happy. I was like, oh, this is like, also I'm like, yeah, I guess like, I don't know. I don't like as a server. I'm like, is it even worth saying anything? Like, I don't think you're getting that tip no matter what, especially if you say something, but maybe it feels yeah. good to say something. Like maybe you feel like, you know, I can call them out. I don't know. I'm like, oh, this is, but I'm, but I also feel like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm pers- sorry. Let me, let me zero that line out for you. That was my mistake. <laughs> But I also feel like, like I mean, I don't. There's no. I don't think there's a winning. But it almost feels like if you say something, then you're just increasing the bad experience that the customer is having. And maybe yeah. it doesn't matter. Maybe we're going to come back anyways. I don't know. Like, yeah, if I was at place and the person come out like that, I'm like, well, wait, what's going on? Although, you know, at this point, I'm not. Eh, I mean, unless something like really went bad, I don't think I would like. Whatever he did, I don't think I would do. Like, you know, the service wasn't spectacular, but it's also like it wasn't the worst in the world. It's like, okay, like you forgot some things. It'd be nice if you didn't, but whatever. Uh anyways, that was interesting. Um what about Quebec's what else about Quebec City? Um Oh, we stayed in this hotel that I've never stayed in, the type of hotel I've never stayed in before, but it's almost like an Airbnb. I mean, there is a desk person, but it's not like they're just there to like answer questions and maybe get you some toilet paper or something. But like, it's all self checking. Like, there's a door code, you punch that in. You get a quote to your room, you punch that in. Um, you know, no one helps you, you know, with your bags or anything like that. It's just like not that we need to, but there's like not even like a roller thing. You just have to like, you know, we just hand carry our bags up to the thing. It was just an interesting experience. I'm like, okay, like I think it's good. Like if you're like a single person, you just have a couple bags. Probably seems like a cool deal and it was way cheaper than anything else but yeah i think like the other places we said are probably a little bit better especially if a kid because like there's stuff for the kid to do um and like you know if you have like they had they had a bunch of luggage because there's three of them so like you know it was hard to like get everything at once unless you had like one of those little world things but it's like a different interesting experience i'm like okay i can see the appeal of this of like look for something cheap like it's only you know you and maybe someone else like you can just slide right in do your thing and you don't have a lot of baggage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get her done. Slide um, right in and do that I, thing. I once did mm, something mm, a mm, little mm, similar, mm. not quite exact. I think it had a little bit more service than that, but not much. Um, it was a the building was like it was like full of condos. It wasn't a uh like a traditional hotel, but like most of the of the condos were only used occasionally by the owners. They were mostly held kind of like, um, uh, like, like the whole building was like a vacation rental place. Uh, and I think it was only available for like stays of four nights or more or some shit like that. Three nights, something like that. Uh, but I was in town for a conference in San Francisco. So, uh, like most of the hotel rooms in the city had been booked and they were all like super jacked up prices. And then I was like, I'm going to check vacation rentals and found this place. And it was comparatively super cheap. It was like normal hotel room rates, except I had like a bedroom and a living room and like washer dryer (laughs) unit with me and like a kitchenette. And um, yeah, it was fantastic. And it sort of like you described, didn't have like, like there, there was no like, you know, uh, bellhop service or whatever there, there was nobody to to help you with bags but uh like other than that it was very similar overall to a hotel experience 
in like that I went to one place to uh to check myself in and then just like got a little key card to my room. So it wasn't like all codes like you had described. Like yeah. there, there were some people there. This one was like this one was like um loss and like little hotel rentals. So which I understand like the lost were on the bottom floor. I'm like <laughs> okay. I mean like not even on the bottom floor. I mean, I guess technically. So we went up steps, right? And so I guess technically we were on the second level, maybe half a level. But like the, and that was like the lobby area, and below that was a lost. I'm like, I guess you can call that lost. Like I always think of lost of as not below ground. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like you know, I always associate the word loft with like lofty. Yes, it should be a loft. But uh, yeah, apparently that's what they had. Um, what else? Yeah, Old Quebec City was lovely. Love that. Um, highly recommend visiting that. Very European. I'm like, oh, I, I can see myself living here. Like, I just like, you know, the buildings felt very romantic. And I don't know how old they are, but like, uh, Max is like, yeah, living old building is not great though, because this shit goes wrong. I'm like, yeah, that's a fair point. They look, they look like they might be fun, but like the reality of the day to day may not be as fun as you think it is. If you have to, it's like, like oh know. look, it's got it's got this great like period decoration and the plaster, and oh, it's got the the original, you know, well kept uh, wall treatment with like you know sponge painting or whatever. It's like, uh, yeah, all that goes away as soon as you have to open up that wall to take out the 100 year old pipes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it does. Fuck. Uh, saw a lot of shirtless people randomly. <laughs> I don't know if I just started noticing him, but like I would go around, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's another shirtless person. And not even like, like, oh, that, that person's going for arm. Just a person walking around in jeans, no shirt on. And I wouldn't say it was that hot. Uh, and I did see one guy just standing at a bus stop with just a, a jean booty shorts on. <laughs> like, okay. You know, it's funny, like, um, I've gone to Orlando on business a couple of times and there's times that I've been there where it's like, it's 72 and people have a light jacket on. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it's funny. Like it really does depend on what you're used to and what you're acclimated to. I'm sure for those, uh, the, the Toronto people, it's like, Oh my gosh, it's so sweltering still. Um, one last thing that we did when I, before we left is we took a bike trip to, uh, to waterfalls. Uh, that was about mm, a little over seven miles each way. That was quite lovely. That was a nice little, you know, exercise and uh, it's pretty nice ride. We're on a bike path most of the time. I mean, it was kind of close to the freeway, but you're kind of sunken in. You were surrounded by like some greenery. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm just looking at a freeway the whole time. You could kind of see it, but like you know, there's other stuff going on. And the waterfall is also very lovely. And, you know, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. We did not get to see any moose. We tried. Did not happen. Hello? No, so... I, I didn't okay. know what to say about not seeing moose. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. that's... <laughs> well, sometimes I'm like, I'm like, did I drop out? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, we're just thinking about the, like, what could no one have done differently? Uh, we probably could have planned to see moose and then wouldn't would have happened, but we, we that wasn't the thrust of the trip. So we went to this nature preserve that seemed very unlikely we were going to see moose, but you know we tried out no moose. Um, yeah, it's more like a place where you go rent a cabin and there's a lake, 
And then you could do some hunting there and you can do some fishing. But there wasn't like a spot where you're like, oh, I'm going to walk on this trail or I'm going to sit in this meadow and look for the moosins. Moosin. Many yeah. much moosin. <laughs> in the exactly. woods. In the woodsin. In the woodsises. <laughs> Uh, for anybody who uh, doesn't get the Regan. reference, Brian Regan is always a great show. See, <laughs> watch his stand-up specials. Watch him live. You will enjoy it. I feel like I watched is something recent of his. I wasn't like terribly into. Was it uh, the the Red Rocks one? Yes. Yeah, that was it. Was decent, but his uh, uh, he's got other better comedy specials than that. Right, but I'm just wondering, is like, is this newer stuff not as good? Like, so like the stuff I'm really into is his older stuff. But I, I can't say I, I really kept up to him. I think the location is a little bit weird, because I saw newer stuff when, I, like, the most recent time I saw him live is, you know, still a good 10, 12 years ago. But, um, you know, he, he wasn't just, like, doing the classics or whatever from the earlier days. He was doing just a shitload of new stuff, and, and it was all really, really solid stuff. Uh, but I noticed like he really feeds on the crowd interaction and the crowd feedback. And as mm-hmm. I was watching the thing at Red Rocks, I wondered if he wasn't like getting that. Gotcha. I think it may be a, it's my supposition, but I think it may be a weird auditorium for a comedian. Tip guy, you think that? Yeah, I did some stuff. Uh, well, I was talking about, about Brian Regan. <laughs> oh. Have you kept up with him? No, I don't have anything to add to Brian Regan. Okay, right. tell us about your stuff then. <laughs> it's gonna be a long um, episode. Sorry, Tim. Uh, I mean, did you want to? I mean, does Andy have some stuff? I feel like Andy has some stuff. Andy's got some stuff. Is he gonna talk about did, that stuff? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my brother's family came back from Africa a couple of months ago, so we uh, went up uh, middle of July, so about a month and a half ago. Um, so we wanted to give them some time to like get their feet underneath them, reestablish contacts within their area, restart my brother's business. Uh, you know, like, like all of that stuff, we just sort of, you know, stayed away. We, you know, we would text them, we would call them, whatever. Um, but, uh, we went to go visit with them over the, uh, the long labor day weekend and had just a, an absolutely great time, um, while we were there. Uh, so my brother and his wife are really involved in the, uh, the, the youth group at their church, which makes sense. They have three boys of a over a span of ages. So um, they, they have representation in most of the age groups. Uh, so they'll regularly do things like, you know, open up their home to have, uh, have events over there or like, you know, late night hangs or whatever. And occasionally it's um, uh, they do overnighters where like kids bring sleeping bags or whatever, and they just stay up all night. And they had discovered that it's kind of disruptive for their sleep uh, to, to hear the kids coming up the stairs and like down the hall and into the kitchen to get cold water every night. Uh, so the, the church was doing some renovations in one of their buildings and they were taking out all of the, uh, the water fountains to make some space, but also I think because of, uh, because of COVID stuff. So because they were getting rid of the water fountains, my brother's like, uh, well, I mean, if this is just going to get scrapped, do you mind if I take it? Yeah, sure. No, that's fine. So my brother, uh, uh, plumbed and ran new electrical and everything. Um, you know, new, uh, new cold water tap, uh, that has a filter on it. New, uh, new, new drain tap that that goes into the sewer in his garage that they've been turning into this man cave for the boys and for visitors and stuff. So he has 
uh, like a church or school or whatever, like, you know, push the front of it and cold filtered water comes out the top water fountain in his garage now. And it's amazing. <laughs> it's the, my brother's so fucking handy, but like, yeah, like w- when we got there, he, he kept disappearing to go into the, uh, into the garage. I was like, Hey, what, what you work on? You need any help? And I see he's just installing a water fountain in his garage. I'm like, that is both weird and fantastic. Like I'm just absolutely in awe of this. Uh, and then because he had done the plumbing for that, um, like I, th- I think it was on uh, on Wednesday before we left, uh, he was moving a refrigerator <laughs> for like he moved a bunch of uh, of cabinets that had been in the kitchen before remodel, um, before they even bought the place or before my aunt and uncle bought the place, but whatever. Um, he was moving a bunch of cabinets up because he had decided he was going to take an old refrigerator and stick it right next to that so they could also have ice surface in the door of the refrigerator and they could leave the upstairs completely the fuck alone. <laughs> I'm like, this is brilliant. I kind of want to live in your garage now. <laughs> oh, you can. So that was cool. And that was fun. Uh, and we had absolutely delicious uh, brisket tacos for dinner on <sighs> Labor Day. Oh yeah. Uh, a, uh, a friend of theirs, a uh, high powered attorney, but he's, uh, I think only mostly joking about, uh, about quitting being an attorney so that he can run a taco truck. Cause he's gotten real big into, uh, into using the smoker that he got to, to make various kinds of smoked meats. And he was doing stuff like preparing it by like injecting some tallow into the end of the, of the brisket slab that didn't have the same fat cap over it and like carefully trimming and, and it came out, this This may have been the best brisket I've ever had. And it was just a simple rub and smoke doing all the work. And he put it in the smoker before he went to bed. And he got it off the smoker first thing when he got up in the morning. So it was just overnight cooking by itself. Uh, and then he, he brought it over and shredded it. And the entire time he was shredding it, he kept like taking big hunks of it and just like walking around the living room and handing it to people. And it was like, this is the best way to snack in the middle of a Labor Day weekend. Just here, have some meat. Oh, thank you. This meat is delicious. May I have a little bit more? (laughs) Yeah, there's like 13 pounds of it. And then at the end of it all, uh, they're like, oh, you guys are going back? Here, let us make you a to-go bag. And they put like a fucking pound of brisket into the Ziploc bag for me. So like I tossed it in the freezer to get it cold before we went and then like, like put it inside of another bag with like just full of ice around it. Cause we didn't have like a cooler or anything to bring it home in. And it's like an hour and a half drive. Um, yeah. So, uh, so we made brisket Mac and cheese this week. Uh, Caitlin just made homemade Mac and cheese and, and we put the brisket, like heated the brisket up and like stirred it in. Oh, that was some, <laughs> that was some fucking tasty mac and cheese. Um, yeah. And we watched, uh, we finally watched the flash and it was as meh as everybody said it was going to be, but you know, like it wasn't horrible. And Ezra Miller with Ezra Miller, it was like, he's doing a good job of playing off of himself. Too bad. He's a fucking nightmare of a human. <laughs> like this is all right. This is kind of tough to watch realizing like what a piece of shit he is, but just, just try to go with it. Uh, and I as feel I said, like that we, that special of the the visual effects artists react about that about that did not go hard enough into the paint at all. I'm like, nope, nope. You are you apparently might work with some of these people someday, so you're trying to you know play yeah. it off. But like, you need to be yeah. like, this sucks. Everything sucks. This sucks. You suck. 
Yeah. They, I mean, they could have made that thing about four times as long with all the things that sucked. And it was like watching it at full speed without even like, you know, putting a critical eye on the CGI. I was catching the like, wow, his head's a weird size. Wow. Everything's wobbly except for his face. Wow. <laughs> the babies <laughs> look like, <laughs> look like demon spawn. Oh man. Like, I don't, I don't know who greenlit those babies. And I, I get what they were saying where they were trying to justify their hot takes and everything of like, Hey, we know people have come out and said that there just isn't time, but yeah, like the, the hall of plasticine heroes was just like, <laughs> no, fuck you. No, <laughs> you expected me to go pay theater money for this. Mm-mm, no. And I'm so glad I didn't. I um, did twice. You <sighs> foolish, foolish you fool. little man. Yes. Why yeah. do you even care? You are money are screen screen anyways. Oh, Tim, Tim can Tim, Tim can do it. He's he's doing all right. <laughs> oh, all right. So yes, uh, yeah. So we uh, we also watched um, uh, Silence of the Lambs, and yeah, like I already said, Drew didn't react too strongly. There was something else that we had watched that I'd wanted to comment on, and I absolutely can't remember. Uh, what else happened? Um, got laid off. I really can't think of anything else though. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I work for a company, uh, that has never in its history done. I mean, I might be making myself a little Googleable now. Uh, please don't Google this, but my company had never done layoffs before it did layoffs. And, uh, I was one of the, uh, the lucky people to get laid off. Uh, but I, I will say it has been super heartening. Like, Everyone who found out that I got laid off was astounded. Like people that I have worked with on uh, like various different projects, people that I've worked with closely who like didn't just like know me as a person, but like knew me as, as a, uh, as a, as a teammate and like, as an actual like co worker, uh, my, my, uh, boss, my boss's boss, uh, I can't say my boss's boss's boss because um, I'm pretty sure that's the person that put me on the list or at least they knew that it was coming and sort of like didn't say anything about it. But also at that point you're high enough up in the company where it's like, these are the people who aren't just going to say, Oh wow, that's surprising. And that's bullshit because they've got to like protect the company from people suing them for like wrongful termination or whatever. Um, But yeah, it was like, some people have asked, like, oh, well, like, uh, had, had you, had you, you know, failed to bring in enough money to the company? And it's like, uh, nope, I was fucking earning. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I was better than average. I was also like right in the middle of something that is supposed to help the company win like multiple millions of dollars each year for multiple years, like right in the middle of it. And part of the announcement of the layoffs was, yeah, you know, like part, part of the layoffs is we, we have to make sure that things are handled in a way that it's not going to be disruptive to the business. I was like, I had 24 hours to transfer my knowledge of a number of pieces of business that we're trying to land and pieces of business that are in progress. I had 24 hours notice to get all of that out of my head before all of my IT access got shut off. And I know several people where they got that notice and they're like, all right, see ya. And they got like, no transfer, no knowledge transfer or whatever. Like people, I was on calls like up to not quite the last minute. I was like trying to say goodbye to people and like get some personal shit out of systems and whatever. 
uh, up to the last minute when my when my laptop just unceremoniously kicked me out and like my phone disconnected from all of the IT systems within like a two minute span. Um, but yeah, like every call that I was on with people to try to do knowledge transfer stuff, they're like, why are you even on this call? Like you should be telling everybody to pound sand. It's like, I mean, it's fucked up that the company decided to get rid of me. I have no idea why they would have like my reviews are stellar. My feedback is stellar. My peer feedback is stellar. Uh, like you know, everybody's acting all surprised. I was earning money. I was helping to win more like all, all of these things. Like I don't, I don't understand unless it was just like sort by salary descending and get rid of the top salary, in which case, yeah, then I understand. Um, Cause I know I had, I, I don't know if I had the highest salary in my peer group, but I know it was up there. Or maybe you complained one too many times about Trump uh, stuff. <laughs> yeah. See, that's, that's another thing that I thought about, but it was like, supposedly all of that air got cleared a year ago. Cause they I was a little forget. vocal about some shit that was going on, but yeah, you know, I thought, you know, in the back of my head, that's, it is possible that, that, that it did it. And my reaction to that is, I mean, if it is, and they were shining me on for an entire year, that's on them, not me. Yeah. I mean, it also could have been like and, a part of the factor. Like it may not have been the only yeah, thing, but yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. it was just like, maybe it nudged you above somebody else. Yeah. And I, and I may have, I may have thoughts about like, the messaging, like the, the tone that I took maybe could have been a little bit more polished, but I stand by the message. I stand by the, the shit that I raised about decisions my company was making and how it was coddling people who should not have been coddled, who should have just been told, you know, Hey, suck it up buttercup. Cause yeah, the, the company didn't need to act like science and not science had equal standing. Didn't need to, there was, there was no need for that. And it actually put employees at risk. And I don't give a shit that I was vocal about that. They had a duty of care and they were failing <laughs> on it. And duty. I fucking, yeah. And I, <laughs> and I called them out on it and yeah. So, so maybe I could have called them out better, but do I regret raising it? Not even a little bit. Do I regret raising it? If it lost me my job a year later, year and a half later, two years later, whatever. No, still not a little bit. Yeah, no, uh, Health, the health and safety of employees, I care more about making sure that that shit's getting taken care of than I do about somebody feeling salty about it two years later and deciding to put me on a list. Word. Yeah. So uh, to the charges. But I also don't think that was what it was. I think, it, you know, I look at the other people that they let go and like, I, okay, there was one person that I know that got let go where it might have been for, for performance. Uh, and everyone else that I know got let go. Every, which they didn't put a list out. So it's like kind of piecing it together through the, the grapevine. Um, but yeah, like the other people that I know I got let go, I would be, I would be proud to stand with any of them. So I'm, I'm in good company, but uh, yeah, like the work that the company does, the, the care that it takes with its employees. You know, again, I said, this is their first ever layoffs ever. And it was to save the business. So when people said, you know, why aren't you just telling us to pound sand? It's like, Hey, you know, just cause I'm leaving doesn't mean I don't care about all of you. You know, it's, it's not even like, I don't care about the company now that I'm leaving. Like if I get an opportunity to, to work with the company again in some other fashion at some other point, or, you know, even if a couple of years from now, things are better at the company and I'm looking for a job and they're like, Oh, Hey, we'll hire you. I'll come back. Like, and that's not, 
uh, you guys know, I always say, I don't have, I don't get company names tattooed on my ass because companies will do shit exactly like this. Uh, but over the course of my five and a half years there, uh, I, I saw them put their money where their values are on multiple occasions in ways that I had not seen other companies do. So when I see the way that they handled this layoff and I'm like, yeah, this could have been handled better. I also think they didn't know how to handle this better. This is the first fucking time they've had to do this. Um, and, and for a reason, you know, like they've, they've cut the rest of the company to the bone in other economic downturns before in order to save every head. So, you know, that's, it sucks. It sucks to be one of the people who's leaving. It really sucks. It's my, uh, my paranoia from, uh, you know, 15 years ago about how am I going to take care of the family by myself has been front and center on my mind. Um, but my time at the company has also allowed me to build like great relationships and great inroads with a bunch of other great companies that I would also be happy to go work with. And I'm reaching out to all those people. So I got a strong I was network. Say, have you heard anything back yet? Uh, like not from like hiring managers or whatever, but you know, I just started putting stuff out on Friday, like Friday afternoon. Got it. Uh, yeah. Cause this was like Thursday afternoon. I got done with the, all of the knowledge transfer stuff. And I was like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> it's the end of the day. They shut off my IT stuff. I am taking the afternoon for me. Uh, and, and Drew got sick, so so Drew was home. So we just like it's my job. Hang out with Drew, and yep. this is my job now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the funny thing is, is like Friday morning, I woke up and I was like, "Oh damn, this is every job I've had." I, I even I went through a layoff, and at the point where the company was supposed to be like laying me off, they asked to extend me, but I had already set up another job. Like I had like thirty days or whatever to do uh, handover shit at that company. Um. And in those 30 days, I found another job and I set it to start like the Monday after what my scheduled last day was. And like the week of my scheduled last day, they're like, we haven't done enough knowledge transfer with you. You still understand way too much of the business. I was like, you know, I kept telling you guys this whole time that you were not using, you were not making good use of my time, but I got a new job to start on Monday. So last, uh, last Thursday, when everything got shut off, I was like, fuck, Friday is going to be my first weekday without an employer since 2009 like that is that is fucking weird to think about uh and then i went back and read my termination notes i was like wait a minute if they terminate you they're supposed to pay you on the same day and they didn't fucking pay me huh i think i'm gonna raise an issue about that because that's the fucking law so i went back and like read my, my termination notice and i'm actually employed through next friday so it will be a a, a monday a week from tomorrow <laughs> that's my actual first weekday that I'm not employed. So if I manage to find a job and get hired within the next seven days and I can start the Monday right after that, I can keep the streak alive, gentlemen. <laughs> but it's very weird to think that right now my, my employer is employing me for another six days through Friday, but not give like, not only not giving me any work, but like I have zero access to anything. My badge got shut off on Wednesday. My IT shit got shut off on Thursday, like at, at one o'clock in the afternoon. I, I am earning money. I am accruing PTO as I sit here and talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I am earning my salary as we talk. And 
I can't do anything. I can't, <laughs> I can't actually earn it, earn it, you know? You're living so, the American dream. Yeah, so I am. I You're am employed, employed, but with no responsibility. Exactly, I am employed, but I am expressly forbidden and, in fact, prohibited from work. <laughs> that, I mean, everybody wants that. It's it's. I mean, you don't want you it for only a week. You want it to un- last unlimited. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it sucks that, it's, that it is only you know an additional eight days. It doesn't suck that it's an additional eight days of my salary because I did the math on that, and I'm like, yep, I'll pocket that. Thank you. Uh, I also I'm going to earn like an extra three or four hours or something like that of PTO in the period. That's <laughs> like I'll I'll take that those monies too. Thanks. Um. Yeah, it's. You say it's the dream, but it's real weird and it's real disconcerting to like, because I, I also, I mean, it's I f- okay if you and I have different dreams. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's not that I don't have that dream, man. You know, I buy lotto tickets. I'm like, oh, f- you know, people are like, would you, would you still work if you won the lotto? I'm like, fuck no, fuck no. Well, like, you might, but it might be different, stuff. right? Well, I'd come up with other stuff to, to keep me busy. Right. You wouldn't but, have a job per se, but you'd be working. I would edit these podcasts on time. That's for sure. <laughs> would you know, Tim? Tim? Hey, you shut the fuck up. Tim. <laughs> if I win the lottery, I'll make that a full-time position. <laughs> Tan, if I win the lottery, Tancast is getting an upgrade. We're going to have a better web host, and we're going to have like an actual like uh, designer to finally do... <laughs> Maybe and then we'll hire some real hosts who can actually get listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll hire some talent. Okay, Alexander Skarsgård, he'll be the new A in Tancast. What the fuck? I went for the first A I could think of, Tim. All right, all right. Nigella Lawson, she'll take my place. All right. <laughs> it's going to get real weird with you guys and Timothy Chalamet. Thanks. I was trying to come up with a T. All the ones I thought I, of were dead. I'm like, Tina Turner? Wait, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the T slot in Tancast is just gonna be real quiet. Terrence Stamp. Oh yeah. I mean, he's still alive, but barely. Yeah, right? but like, have you seen me lately? With Terrence Stamp before Tancast. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to do more of a limey. Tell him I'm coming. You Tell him I'm coming. Your ass. <laughs> Wait, where's that? Where's that from? It's from uh, Superman. Superman. Oh, okay. Except it was S, not ass. Oh, I thought it was airs. You were oh, you're right. It was airs. <laughs> oh, misheard lyrics. <laughs> I mean, not. What's but, the word for that? Uh, Mondegreen? No. Yes, thank you. Is it Mondegreen? Yeah, I think it is. That's my favorite kind of lightsaber. Yeah. Ahsoka. Yeah. Uh oh, I was gonna add two things to my trip. Oh, sweet Jesus. Just a quick thing. I, I, had, like, I was some, done. I was done. Uh, Please continue. <laughs> I had some of the best tacos I don't know if I've ever had, but pretty close uh, in uh, Montreal. I was very surprised. I was like, these are fucking delicious. Uh, I'll, I'll put them against the tacos I had, though. I will. What was that? I'll put them against. Did yours have uh, have a roasted corn salsa with, like, like that was smoked on a smoker? No, but they're free. It, well, one was a barrier, which was really good. And the other one was like a. a, a uh, Pork pastor? What am I think of? Uh, yeah, pastor. Where it's like pastor, the, the slow, that's, thank you. Slow cooked, kind of like a gyro meat on a rotisserie. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was, and it was like a quesadilla, and that was fucking delicious. Oh, so then, of I course, also, but, you know, it was delicious. Um, and we visited uh, Max's friend on the way back as well in uh, Idaho. And yes. yeah, that was cool. Hung out, had some, had some uh, burgers, listened to some birds, drank some brewskis. On the way back in Idaho? That's like the ass opposite direction. Ohio. 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 <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I was like, I was even when I was thinking about talking about, I'm like, I was, was Idaho. Oh, it was Ohio. I should remember that. And then I just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I constantly confuse Morgan Hill and Mountain View to the <laughs> <laughs> supreme irritation of everyone I'm trying to give directions to. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I've done that before too when I lived in the Bay Area before I moved away from the uh, my friends. I was like, there's the two M cities, and really, Morgan Hill has a better view of the mountains than Mountain View. Yeah. Yeah. It's right th- they're right up in it. Yeah. Take that, Mountain View. I, Morgan Stupid. Hill has a view of the mountains and from the mountains down. So either way you want to call it a Mountain View, Morgan Hill got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe speaking of delicious mountain- food, what? I was going to say, maybe they had a better Mountain View in the past. Doubt when it got named. I feel like there hasn't been that much mountain erosion since Mountain <laughs> since View has been of, named. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a so couple of good of, storms and all the mudslides just fucking. Oh, I'm never. Now, sorry. I'm never going to get to talk. You're never going never. to talk. No go. Ahead. Speaking of delicious food, oh, there's another uh, cocktail uh, place uh, I went to. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tim. You had to see that coming. The recording has oh, ended. No, Tim. No. Yeah. Tell your story. Tim, no. no. Okay. Tim. It's been an hour and 20 minutes. Go on, tell your story. Uh, not today, Tim, getting a chance to talk. Oh, tell your story. No, Tim. No, no. I'm not going to tell my story. Let's go. Tell your story. <laughs> Never trust the Tancast co-host not fuck with the other host. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Uh, what do I hate this week? Oh, it's a mystery. You hate that hearing Tim's story. Losing my job. <laughs> Thank you for being one of the twelve listeners to listen to another episode of the Tancast podcast. If you like it, please talk about it on your social medias: your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. If you're under twenty, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave a comment on this or any other episode at Tancast.com. Special thanks and love to the late DJ Technoid who composed the official Tancast theme. And special thanks to Vic. 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 Who created the official Tancast album art. Thanks again for tolerating our nonsense. And always remember, you're doing it. Actually, you know, the thing that I hate the most is, yeah, that like, I know it's a layoff, so that's not with reason. But I don't fucking know why it was on the list and it bugs me. Like, I don't know if there was something I could have done different. And it feels, yeah, feels bad. Because it's like, ah, if I made a mistake, am I going to make that same mistake again? I don't know. But it's a risk. Fuck it. I mean, can, can you do an exit interview? I did an exit interview. And it was like, the exit interview was very much just, uh, this isn't personal. It was There was a set of criteria. It was applied globally and without any uh, any like look at the individuals who are going to be affected. This is just your position. Uh, I even gently called bullshit on that, on the person. Uh, Cause it's one of the people who interviewed me when I got there and hired me, who was saying all this stuff. And I was like, 
you know, hey, I I get what you're saying. You got to you know protect the company. I'm like, but can we drop the pretense? Like, there's a number of people in my position, quote unquote, who are still going to be here. So somewhere there's a spreadsheet, and somehow I'm at the top of the spreadsheet. It's not my position. It's me. Like, there's there's something specifically tied to me that put me on the chopping list. So can we not do this bullshit? Well, maybe the criteria was in this position making X amount of money. And that's what I think it was. Right. But, so it's not necessarily you, like it's you because you make that money, but it's like. Yeah, but but I would I would love to know that as opposed to suppose that. That's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, yeah, I think you just have to be uncomfortable with not knowing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, I know. And I have to get okay with that. Yeah. But it still frustrates me. And I still I hate that. it. Yeah. Yes. All right, Tim, do the thing. The thing. What's the thing? The recording. Oh. The recording has ended. Yeah. No. No.